Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I've been out of the podcasting game for about 18 days now. I've spent a good amount of time in Washington and also Oregon. I did some property searching out there, actually, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this area. I, it's a pretty, it's pretty popular, but it's Bend, Oregon, and then I was in Sisters, Oregon. I went to various parts of Washington. I was in Renton, Renton, Washington for a while, but nonetheless, I had a really good vacation. Um, saw a lot of really cool properties, a lot of really cool places, and overall, it was great to clear my mind because I combined that uh, little vacation with also a dopamine detox. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's something that I practice about, I try to do it about once a month, but I honestly forget uh, where I just get off of all social media. So I uninstall Twitter, Instagram, uh, sometimes I'll even do YouTube, but in this case, I didn't, I haven't been on YouTube too much lately, so I didn't really think about that. Um, and all I really use my phone for is basic messaging and music. And then even if you want to go even further with it, you can take off your music apps too and just not listen to any music for a couple weeks. That's kind of interesting because a lot of people, including myself, actually listen to music on hikes a lot instead of listening to the music of nature. But on, I, I posted a couple episodes for you guys in the Norse Pagan tier. I did an episode with Oaks and O's. I have another one coming tomorrow, but this episode is going to be, despite me being gone for the last two weeks, right? Nothing really pertinent has happened. You guys know that I released the Bank Builders store, which did very well. We got about 30 orders in the first couple of days, and we have the vinyls coming out now. Um, but other than that, nothing really super pertinent to update you guys on. But what I wanted to make this episode about was a concept or an idea uh, about the black pill itself. And I've spoken about this briefly, but I've changed my mind on the black pill perspective a little bit. Now, we all know what the black pill is, right? It's nihilism. It's despair. It's doom. It's fear. And it is um, crushing and it's debilitating. And we all go through the phase of the black pill throughout our lives. I've gone through it. You've gone through it. If you haven't already, you will. Uh, but it's just a placeholder. Black black pill is just a placeholder for you know those synonyms that I just mentioned. And you know, to tie this in, in with me being gone for the last two and a half weeks, I had, you know, people messaging me about things that were going on in the political arena, in the political sphere, about, you know, civil war, revolution, World War Three, whatever you want to call it. Um, this happening to this politician, blah, blah, blah. It was a lot of people doing that and messaging me, asking if I'm noticing what's going on, which actually I had no idea what was going on at all. You know, I was busy. I, I didn't have my phone on me. I didn't have any of the apps that used to update me on politics. But one thing that I noticed about being off the internet for the past few weeks, and I've talked about this before, is that the internet is a very, very loud place. And it gives you, I think Jack Donovan actually coined this term that I really liked, is proximity delusion, where you believe because of the internet and because it's in the palm of our hands, we essentially have this supercomputer in the palm of our hands, it gives you this sense that everything that is going wrong in America is going wrong in your backyard. In other words, that you need to pay immediate and close attention to it. And that's not to say that there are things happening that you shouldn't, that you should, should not be paying attention to. You should still be 
aware of what's happening in the political sphere and political realm and stuff like that. But um, you have to understand that the internet is designed to capture your attention and to absorb your consciousness into it. So proximity delusion is basically the idea that um, that things are happening very, very close to you. And it gives you this very claustrophobic feeling when in actuality, it's happening very, very far from you and or the chances of it affecting you are slim to none or um, you don't need to respond to it in the current way that you actually are. So in other words, news and media is blackpilling a lot of people rightfully so i guess you know a lot of things are going on right now but to the point to my point being is that you shouldn't let it negatively affect your current endeavors and your current uh mental state you should be your own mental point of origin so if you're on social media and you're constantly looking at these things and uh constantly being blackpilled and it's affecting your current life and the people around you and the things that you're saying and doing and it's giving you this general feeling of unease um, you should probably reevaluate your relationship with the politics or and or social media that you are currently absorbing. Now, don't get that mixed up with me saying don't pay attention at all to politics and that you should not be aware of what's going on. I believe that knowledge is power and to purposefully disregard what's happening in the political realm. Um, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because like I've said before, you know, you may not be interested in politics, but politics has a way of being interested in you. So it's like you have all these people in, in history's past who they didn't care about politics. But guess what? Politics found them and politics ended up putting them in a cage and starving their families. So it's important that you pay attention to it. But I think that the way you perceive that is also just as important. But before I took this little break from social media, I realized how much it was negatively affecting uh, my mental space and only when I broke from that did I truly realize that uh, it was a lot of noise a lot a lot of noise like I said the internet is a very loud place and only when after like three four five days maybe of being off the internet did I realize that what truly matters is the current moment and also those people that are experiencing those moments with us like I said, don't think that I'm just disregarding politics as nonsense. I believe that politics are important, that we're human creatures, and that, uh, you know, it's a part of life. Now, when I say beyond the black pill, what I basically mean is that it is extremely easy to be black pilled. I've been there myself. I still fall into that state every once in a while, but now I'm at the point to where politics is just politics. It's going to happen no matter what. Bad things are going to happen to good people. Good things are going to happen to bad people. We see the Western world as we know it currently crumbling, and we see the traditions of the American people being lost and forgotten about. We've forgotten the Constitution, our forefathers, what they endured. We see Americans starting to turn on each other. We see politicians stealing, lying, and cheating. And at this point, you have two choices. You can either be blackpilled by it, like I mentioned you know, in the last five minutes about the black pill, and you can let it engulf and consume you, and you can let them control you. You can be programmed and or you can be beyond the black pill where you acknowledge what's going on, and you pay attention to it, but you don't let it destroy you from the inside out. You are beyond the black pill. Okay, that doesn't mean you're 
naive and you're overly optimistic. It doesn't mean you're blinded. It just means that you choose not to let it eat you. You are beyond it because guess what? The more anger you feel, the more rage, the more, um, the more fear you feel and the easier you are to control. Those are all valid emotions to have. There's a time and a place to feel fear, to feel hatred and rage. But every day, I don't think so. And for what? I think the, I think your money's gonna be made in picking and choosing what you spend your emotional currency on. But when I say beyond the black pill, I just basically mean it's the ultimate form of stoicism. It's true practice incarnate. You are beyond doom. You are beyond despair because you know that hope for yourself, hope for your people, your folk, your faith is your ultimate power source on top of your own mental point of origin. So which leads me to my next point. You should read my essay called A Time for New Heroes. And it goes in line with being beyond the black pill. So we, what we are currently experiencing now in this political sphere of strife and, and seeming impending chaos and or violence blood spilling, uh, it's nothing new. It's really cyclic. This has happened a thousand times over in not only obviously American history, but every culture that's ever existed is experiencing what we are currently experiencing. Your ancestor has, your ancestors have experienced this 10 times over. Now, I mentioned in that one essay that the war is always the same. It's always perceived to be good versus evil. That's our war, but the battle is different. The battle is a more cunning one. It's more Hmm. Passive aggressive. It is more. It, it it relies more on subversion more than anything. It's a slow draw. It's not quick, like it used to be, because the internet allows more. Uh, how do I say this? More sly tactics. But the war is always the same. Our battles just different, and I gave my audience a little perspective shift, saying. Instead of just crying about everything that's going on and being worried, be thankful that now we have a potential battle to be a part of. Because, you know, as men, we've often romanticized about our ancestors fighting shoulder to shoulder on a battle that is worth fighting, a battle for freedom, a battle for justice, a just cause. And we see their heroic and hear their heroic tales of triumph. And we wondered what we would do in their shoes. Well, now is your opportunity possibly to do something that will uh, at least in one aspect or another be similar to that triumph and glory that your ancestors have had. Now, will this take part in a physical and violent realm? Maybe it's possible with the way that things are going. Is it going to be based more on deeds and actions in daily life? Things that seem less heroic, but it, in the ultimate grand scheme of things are another form of heroism. That seems to be more likely. But like I said, we don't know what's going to happen. We could be in the midst of a revolution or a civil war or whatever you want to call it. But the opportunity for you to act heroically is upon you. 
It's upon us. And it's our choice. It's our. It is here now. It may not be today or tomorrow, but it's coming soon where the future is ripe for new heroes. But no matter what happens, the heroic life lies in one's daily actions. One can't be a hero unless he trains to be one. And like I've said, that involves aspect aspects of combatives, weapons training, any type of physical training, lifting, crossfit, jiu-jitsu, um, wisdom and knowledge, so lots of reading, opening your mind. Heroism is not this immediate decision that is to be made to be a hero, but rather a series of steps that take you to that heroic ideal. So you can be a hero today so that you can be a better hero tomorrow. And it's hard to conceptualize that concept, but the point is, is that often heroic acts come from great people that made solid decisions throughout their lives, micro decisions that end up leading to their ultimate ascension to godhood or the heroic ideal. But nonetheless, whatever happens in the future, just be thankful that you have this opportunity to not only prove yourself to yourself, but yourself to your ancestors and your kin. Because the opportunity will arise where you have a choice, a chance to act in a just and right way. Are you going to be a coward or are you going to be a hero? It's a choice that all of our ancestors made a thousand times over. And it's a hard choice to make. But the choice will be made. Guys, I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow for our next episode, which I will be releasing an interview with the Wisdom of Odin and the Desert Pagan. But nonetheless, guys, don't get black-pilled. Don't lose hope. Don't fall into despair. The only thing you could do right now is train, 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 